Hello, and welcome to season three of What Do You Do Again? The podcast. I am your co-host, Jamie Ernest. And I am the next co-host, Roger Romero. And we are so excited to reveal season three. Thank you so much for bearing with Roger and I while we took six months off to live our creative careers and push them. We've done a lot of shit. You might hear about it in some of these episodes. But I will say that this first episode that we do with Zach Brown is one of the most fucking hilarious things. So much so that this might be the one episode of the podcast that I actually listen to. And this is a huge shocker that can be heard around the world. (laughs) Jamie does not listen to this podcast. I repeat, she does not listen to this podcast. Yeah, so we're super excited and we hope that you really enjoy this. If this is the one episode you listen to out of the entire podcast, very much worth it. It's hilarious. So enjoy. And welcome to What Do You Do Again? The podcast. I'm co-star Jamie Ernest with me. I am co-host star person Roger Romero. And today we have very special guest, one of my favorite people, funniest, hilarious, amazing, talented painter and artist. Disappoint the illustrious <laughs> Zach Brown. Hello. Oh my God. You live up to these accolades young uh, I think young you man. live past them <laughs> well, in the pre-recorded stuff I think I did but now I'm under pressure <laughs> getting performance anxiety oh my god oh man I, I swear this never happens <laughs> I swear I swear. I swear this never happens I, I just had too much to drink we, get, we got pills for that <laughs> <coughs> so <laughs> Zach yes why don't you give your elevator spit my elevator pitch uh-huh. uh, I'm not one <laughs> Zach Brown, local degenerate and sometimes painter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that degenerate comes first. Go on. <laughs> well, it keeps expectations low. <laughs> Unlike what you guys did. Um, no, um, I live here in Pittsburgh. I make art. I you know, try to stay out of trouble and interact with the other artists here. Yeah. yeah. How difficult is it, local degenerate Zach Brown, to stay out of trouble? Um, not difficult too bad anymore uh anymore <laughs> anymore no one like is it is this too juicy no no it's no not let's too juicy get into all. it no 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 um you know making artwork is always a good thing to keep out of trouble uh-huh. um having the girl around is uh-huh. a good thing that's like it's like because before i'd like be in studio all day and by myself and then you know i'd go on to my brother here and there during the week but then like i just be like well what do i do now i'm not just gonna <laughs> sit here because like I've just been alone all goddamn day. I'm like, I best go out to the bar now. I must be yep. around people. So it wasn't like, I never thought it was like, oh, do you need a drink? I'm like, no, I just need to not be alone. I just need yeah. to go talk with some people and run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but can't running your mouth get you into trouble? Um, it can, it can. Um, luckily the establishments I hang out at, um, 
there's other assholes that look worse than me. So <laughs> that's that's where my you're like favorite. lower on the totem pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so so long as you're not the worst of the assholes, well, you are usually go away. Well, I think generally also if you're just kind of goofy and uh, it's like the it's like the court jester. He can uh-huh. say what he wants in front of the king. But never get in trouble because, like, who gives a fuck about the jester? Right. Yeah, but then you're just like low key come up on everyone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So it's like you can get away with murder if you just no one actually has respect for you. (laughs) Disclaimer: No murders. (laughs) You want to know what my elevator pitch is whenever I tell people about you? What? I'm always like, oh, Zach, he's an amazing painter, and I love him because he knows how to party. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've said that to probably like five people. <laughs> it's a, hey, high compliments. Do you take that as a high compliment? Well, I think there's some people who, I think knowing how to party is not just about going hard. Yeah. No, it's, it's about like, it's about it's the like bringing a, the energy up so that people exactly. are having a good time. It's not it's not just like shots, everybody. Shots. No, what the fuck that's you not doing what right I'm now? talking no, about. Like, like you're funny, you're witty, you're entertaining. You drink a lot. <laughs> Your hosting I drink are on. You drink enough. <laughs> I drink enough. I j- well, I think it confuses me because I always have a glass in my hand. Yeah. It's just, you know, how quickly is that being drank? True. Other thing. Probably slower than me. Well, because the problem is, is like I never shut up. So it's tough to adjust <laughs> a lot of alcohol when your mouth is working. Hey, that's actually great. Oh my God, I never realized that. <laughs> yeah, that's so it's like, because so I always have a drink in my hand, but I'm also always talking. I can't just be like, oh my God. Oh, I'm going on this rant about the Manson family. I'm like, pause on that squeaky from note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time. I need to drink like, this just real quick. <laughs> maybe like 2016, we went to Mardi Gras. Oh, and we talked shit about the art world. Oh, me too. And the thing that's is, great you point. talked, and I got. Wasted <laughs> because you were talking the whole time, and I was like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Yeah, I feel like people get drunk. Realistically, how many drinks was that though? This all well at Mardi Gras, you know how they pour. Exactly, oh, yeah, it's like that's probably like pour. two drinks. But you were living right next door. I, yeah, I know. I just walked, but still, I was oh, like, "Oh, you were wasted." Yeah. Roll you over. I know. I was pretty much like Zach. You're gonna have to roll me off. That's fine. That's fine. I'll throw that's you over hilarious, the though. Did you get rolled? I don't even remember. No, it was a long time ago. But like that. But that's the thing is like, as if I keep talking. And other people were drinking more. I get more charming. <laughs> Not from me actually becoming I, I more think charming. You're already charming. I do what I can, but I, I do come on strong. It's not everyone's cup of tea. I mean, I get I, it. I, I, get I, it. I understand that, but I also thoroughly enjoy your charm. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love it. Always have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how do you find that that charm helps you in your professional life? Well, I think that's I, there's like there's a couple different types of artists. Okay. You got your studio rats, <clears throat> and they're essentially like um, the incels of the art world. Oh God! <laughs> All right, but like lighter than that. Like I don't know. That I mean, they yeah. might they might get violent. Who knows? Yeah. Who Holy knows? shit! Hey, Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler just got rejected from art school. Hey, and he yep. went a whole direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, hashtag not all artists. <laughs> hashtag not all artists. Not all artists become Redness. genocidal dictators. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> not all artists. I know plenty of artists, and almost none of them are. Just <laughs> almost none of them. them. That's great. Great odds. But um, <laughs> it's it's good odds. If you want, per- it's not perfect odds. I, I don't know. If, are there any dentist dictators? I I don't know if that. I, don't I know, know chicken farmers that can Ugh. be a thing, but I huh? <laughs> well, maybe not straight to it. Was like uh, Goebbels was like a chicken farmer. Oh yeah, Gerbil's like the baby food company. No, not not Gerber. That's Gerber oh. <laughs> <laughs> of 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 uh, Nazi fame. <laughs> you know the famous Nazis. God damn it, way worse. <laughs> Anyways, but no, like so you have like artists that are studio rats and not really getting out to shows, not doing stuff. But I, 
the thing that works in their benefit is like then like patrons and collectors or even galleries feel like more like they found them mm. and then feel more like this like oh this is Special. a broken puppy and yeah. I found it and then because like I think that's part of the gallery and collecting world is like you know you, you feel like this is something it's more intimate it's more something like you found you want yeah, it's like a relationship with kind of the thing. artist you, you can nurture it and like yeah. I think especially it was like oh look at this lost puppy but you're gonna you're gonna win best in show I mm -hmm. know it so you just pick them up and help them along and then there's other and they have tons of talent. You don't really hear about artists that have no talent and are just studio rats, <laughs> right? Right. Because no, you, you don't you don't get to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's like, you could say like outsider, but the, 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 most of them might not even be outsider artists. They just might be like a. Ooh, let's not get into the outsider art thing. <laughs> hold up! Hold up! No! 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 You can't just say that. I need but, information. Well, I mean, like folk arts has always been a thing, and the question is like, is Outside art is just a term that the that the galleries use to like rebrand folk art or something that wants I to think put it's in. a term to like either or both romanticize or criticize non traditionally trained artists. I think so it, I think artists who've never taken any academic in the arts. I, okay. I think it's both. I think that's it serves both purposes. Yeah. So it's like you can say with one hand, we're not talking about this like is apple and oranges, like a fruit basket, like Muzak style art, right? No, 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 no. Outside artists, like like if you're um, someone who's like me after they die, you find like a whole bunch of nonsense. Yeah. And stuff. And it's like, just weird or interesting. on like, I don't know, backs of paper bags. Or like prison art or things like yeah, this. Like and that like, like stuff that's not functioning in the quote unquote art world even though there's not just one quote type of art. Quote unquote art world. Quote unquote. We're going to toss up a lot of quotes in this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it does both. It both fetishizes it as something interesting but then also you, it's like having your cake and eating it too. It's like yeah. this is valuable and interesting. Yeah. It's like and but also this is the real stuff but we're going to put this in association with this. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like TLC. It's like <laughs> hey you want to see some freaks, but you don't want to actually have the old school freak shows and go there. It's like you can sit in the comfort of your own home and, like, <laughs> and watch my strange want, addiction. Or like, do you want to see a two headed girl? But we're going to frame it under sympathy and understanding. It's like bullshit. No, people just want to see a fucking two headed girl. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, people it's one of these things. Like, eat it's nail like, polish and shit. It's, that's it's one art. of these things. It's like, I mean, I, not that that couldn't be art, but no, that's that a was an episode of My Strange Addiction. That oh, okay. I saw on TLC. <laughs> like, people like, I like the, the girl that was just eating the foam from the mattress. Yes. And stuff. Oh, my God. And then, woman who ate her dead husband's ashes. What? Okay, well, I, I think that's a little more intimate. That's kind of nice. A couch. People fart on that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love farting. <laughs> it's, it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. Are you lactose intolerant? <laughs> Uh, no, but I do eat cheese. Yeah, I mean, I eat cheese all the time. Cheese hasn't gotten me yet, but milk is starting to get me a little bit. Okay. But it's not really, I don't mind it. It's just torture for everyone else around me. And I'm just a caring person. Oh, <laughs> uh, Aaron's running, rubbing off on you. Yeah, I just won't fart on her all the time. <laughs> this is how I grow. This is how I grow as a person. Exactly. But, Are you uh, listening? But the types of artists is like, so, I'll, I'll, not outside, but like, as far as charm getting ways in like, her world's like, there's sometimes I think it's better to be charming than talented. Oh, it I totally helps agree with you. I'm not gonna lie. Because like you see some people and they're just out there, they're talkative and they have a certain charm and like hell, if they're attractive to boot, yeah, that don't hurt at all. If you're yeah. tall, well, damn, you got you got. <laughs> I don't even need to see what you make. We're just gonna do it. You beautiful idiot. <laughs> you know what? This is what actually gives me some imposter syndrome when I play saxophone and when I like get up on. Why? Because you're too pretty. No, because <laughs> I understand that I am. 
there is an aesthetic value to what I do that may supersede my actual ability. On no, but you're the, short, so you're also compensating, so it's fine. Like, yeah, but what if I'm standing next to short singers? That's actually like a thing. It's not necessarily pretty versus not well, pretty. This is why but it's like an aesthetic value. Well, this to is why I have a theory on Prince and his, all his outfits and everything. Yes, I think he used to just wear like t-shirts and jeans, and then one day he was just sick of people being eye level with him when he was standing up on stage. So he's like, I'm gonna get these high heel boots. Get these high heel boots, and everyone in the band's like, Prince, we see exactly what you're fucking doing here. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna distract them. Here's a rhinestone eye patch. Here's an ascot. Here's a crushed velvet purple suit. And you think it's just Prince's like, it's whole aesthetic here's is a, a big cod piece, and it's like you know they're they're already so caught up they don't even get down to know. It's like oh he's wearing high heels because he's he's a he's a short. All right, person. you heard it here first. This is Zach Brown's take on why Prince. Is an imposter. Looks like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> but also, have you watched the movie Purple Rain? Yes, of course. I I, I also have. Like, I'm like Prince. Your parents are my guy. <laughs> your your parents are essentially like Ike and Tina Turner. They're just slapping each oh other around, God. yelling at each other like oh the boy. whole time. Yeah. And like maybe if you didn't spend all that money on that, and he's living in the basement of the house, and he's like, "Oh, get off her, Dad!" Like all this stuff. It's intense. It's intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like Prince. Maybe you didn't spend all that money on that custom purple motorcycle <laughs> or all these like 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 <laughs> custom made like outfits, velvet like suits and outfits. Maybe you could afford. To, I'm just saying, prioritize your spending, Prince. <laughs> and then you get your apartment on your own. You can distance yourself from that. You can Maybe get your you'd be rehearsal a little more well adjusted. And you wouldn't like get girls just jump in the lake. <laughs> god damn it! Oh Prince. my god, this is too much, too intense. I well, feel you, the, you though. Well, the funny I'm with you. I'm well, I'm actually with you. Well, well, I didn't realize watching extravagance is expensive. Is it, it not? It is. It, unless I mean, but it doesn't have to be. Like you know, if you did it on budget. Get a cheap, like, crushed velvet couch off of Craigslist. Cut With that plenty off. Of parts. Put, you so, motherfucker. So, put it together yourself. That's such some Zach Brown shit. <laughs> I am a frugal bastard. I, I, I like nice things, but I also don't want to pay for nice things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, well, I mean, my, my grandmother, she was a tag lady. She did uh Do you make nice sales. things? I try to make nice things. Um, I like to do them on a budget, too, so that's why it's like... It's like, it's copper leaf, not gold leaf. <laughs> Maybe someday I'll get that gold budget. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, I don't know if I like it. It's not, it's not as warm. It doesn't have that. It doesn't, it doesn't tarnish. I like the kind of like. Brass? Oh, oh well, uh, copper. 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 oxidizes. Well, this yeah. is a funny thing with like copper toxicity in the human body. I mean, the body processes it to a certain degree. But like one of the signs of like copper toxicity is you get like a oxidized ring around your iris. That you can see? That you can see what that is it, like a what color is it? It's like it's kind of it's a coppery it's like, like brown. Oxidized coppery color. So yeah. have you worked with copper leaf so much that you've gotten it? No, 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 <laughs> no. But um they do say one of the early signs of like um copper toxicity too is also like similar to like bipolar disorder, which is very interesting. <laughs> oh, that's I scary. mean, didn't um yeah. Van Gogh eat all of his oil? paints and shit and it made him go crazy well i mean to be fair to like a lot of people do that especially if we're talking well, about he, like, Renaissance. Licked his brushes that yeah to point thing. them yeah. do you know about the mercury girls and not the mercury yes. girls not, yes. not mercury the radi- girls radi- <coughs> radion radar i know what you're talking fucking about fucking the nuclear stuff with the paint for like the, they the, painted the watches. watches yeah yes. yeah that's yes. cool stuff but like but that was a classic thing it's like when um he was doing the sistine's chapel so you when you're mixing raw pigment you just have raw pigment back in the day and yeah. essentially you need to make yeah. a pigment paste before you combine it with stuff. And then he's doing um, plaster. So he essentially make a pigment paste and add water to them, work it in with like the wet plaster and stuff. But for egg temper, you need to make a pigment paste. So what people would do is like, now spit's really great because if you have like a lake bed 
um, pigment. Sometimes water doesn't want to, it's some hydrophobic qualities to it. So spit does a really good job of breaking that down, but you want to spit into it. But some people would just like you mm-hmm. know, powder in the mouth, loogie it up, mm-hmm. spit it out. Whoa. And that's a fucking like rough That sounds shot. like cancer. That sounds like cancer. It's yeah. toxic Cadmium shit. will kill you. Cat, well, so did million, these people die? Did million. Oh. these people die? Lead, and they're yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, they're doing lead white. They're like, the funny thing yeah. is like, so they had shorter lifespans and it just kind of lost their minds a little bit then. Like, yep. But, you know, they also started earlier because like, what's high school? What's this type of shit? It's like, oh, you got a little bit of talent. Let's just fucking like jumpstart you in like an apprenticeship. But that's the thing is like when I, I've taught like um, but grade I school also, or younger, ki- younger kids I appreciate before. that, by the way, like yeah. that, that there was an existence of like apprenticeship for the young because mm-hmm. that still exists now. All the you know, well-rounded educations are important. It is. But also like if you have a kid that kind of knows what they want or they have a talent, it's like fucking A. Like they do that for athletes. Why not for arts? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. It's you know? true. Um, but like, no, I think they do do that for arts. They might exist in, in like certain areas. With like yeah, they exist in like different things, things. and like and you know? more so with musical instruments and less so with like visual arts. It seems like yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking about like musicians who get mentored at a very early yeah. age by like an older person who sees their potential and like creates the avenues for like patronage. You know, but that's the thing is like when I was teaching, um, I've taught pretty much every age group, but when you're teaching younger kids and like even like putting stuff up for like. I'm not going to name names, but there's an after school program and I was applying to do some stuff for it. And I taught these things before to younger kids, but it's just like, hey, how about we actually have them do an egg temper workshop or draw from life and actually use charcoal or, you know, different traditional mediums and not just like fucking like markers and glue (laughs) and stuff like this is like. You know, they have really when you're teaching drawing from life, you're just teaching people how to see. Yeah, you know, how it's to just look. Like, yeah, like how to look at things and be aware of what you're looking at. Yeah. Is there more like understanding that that's a thing that you have to teach how to like see? Well, it's, it's essentially visual competency. To... It's like yeah. it's like okay, you drew this. How far? But you drew it this way. The arm is it's essentially spatial reasoning yes, too. Exactly. These are very good things to develop to a certain yeah. degree. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm talking to them and they're like, I think this is a little too advanced for them. I'm like, they got eyes. They got hands. Like yeah, they're, they're, it's fully possible. What age? What were age? these students? Struggling? These were these were um like ten year olds, eleven year olds. This no, is, that's when I started. That. That's when I started doing that? stuff like what that. Yeah, yeah, me too. But like, no, ten and eleven. If you're in an art class, prepare to be challenged. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I I think part of the reason I think part of the reason why like art in school constantly gets cut and defunded is because of the art that's being produced. Yeah, in these things like. If the school board we comes in and they look at like fucking turkey. puffy paint yeah. and like hand turkeys are like, yeah, we don't need this fucking like We don't want this bullshit. shit on our walls. Yeah. But it's you can nonsense, create but something that's helpful something for the that's school. Like, looks beneficial Engaging and people can and kind of understand yeah. and, and get those technical skills yeah. out of the way in the beginning. And then you have more room to, then you have a whole toolbox to go exactly. on and experiment exactly. with. Exactly. And it doesn't necessarily have to be applied directly to visual art. No, it, it can, it literally applies to anything. Just how to like. I mean, we live in such a visual culture right now. You're constantly bombarded by images mm-hmm. all the time. On the Instagram. Yeah, like no one like saw images like this day to day ever. You looked at like a fucking stone wall and dirt and mud <laughs> and like a goat's anus half the time. <laughs> you know? Um, and then it wasn't until you went to church where you actually saw like like giant paintings. Or if you were in a guild and you went to like the guild house and they had these big giant works that were there mm-hmm. and everything. But it's like, no, you were very, other than nature, you were under visually stimulated. So when you see this stuff, it's like fucking but, MTV. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like f- 
IMAX. It's it's it's. You look at Tintoretto. You're like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny that like a person who would be so accustomed to seeing what they see in nature all the time would have such a like a flat visual like aesthetic, I guess, because they only know what they've seen and they haven't well, it, seen it, with like with like understanding eyes. Well, or know? seeing something through that artifice or, yeah. or through that curation and presentation or it's like mm-hmm. swirling bodies going up into like yeah. the ether, yep. like in the architecture. It's 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 you know, you you start or like hell, you know, it's like you understand how much visuals keep people compelled and like fucking like modern society hasn't been around that long. Like the fucking Egyptians were doing this shit forever. They really understood, you know, how do you keep things going? You have a visual narrative mm-hmm. that kind of strings everything together and they crushed it. With visual narratives, like everything was like on brand, it was good. <laughs> Except for one or two, that was like, and then just knocked off the shit that they did because like that was off brand. We can't do this. It's like <laughs> we had we brought in this guest designer, and eh, no one liked it. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Boot his ass. Go back to what we know and what we can do. But it's like, I mean, this is like how, how the Catholic Church grew with a lot of this stuff. Is like it is compelling. It is beautiful. It is visual, and this is something that moves people. And like dictators always understood this. <laughs> You know, going back to like artists and, and body they would always like own big pieces of art and be patrons to the yeah. To the well, well, it's the thing. It's like it's. I mean, well, they they definitely saw art. As well, they definitely value. shut down a bunch of stuff too. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, they saw value in what they decidedly saw value in. Well, I mean, they also they had very like, nice parks. Very nice <laughs> parks. <laughs> oh my god! They had their name. Say what you will. Snappy uniforms, nice parks. <laughs> Don't look over here. Don't look over here with all the dead bodies. <laughs> I'm just like. Don't look at this art collection we're stealing what? and burning because we know what it's worth. The impossible oh, no, silver lining brought to you by Zach. Oh God, Brown. yes. And the, there's some shit. great stuff. Well, like my, Aaron got me this great book. It's a pictorial history of the burlesque scene in Weimar, uh, and it's nothing but cocaine uh, and titties. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but all like is in, that like, inspirational? The 30s and, 30s, and it's like, uh-huh. well, our money's worthless. Let's just burn it and do some cocaine. Yeah. And, like, is that inspiration for you? I, I, I think I think titties? like I've, I've never – how do I put it? I like things when they're – it gets me in trouble, but I like scary things. Yeah. And that's uh-huh. a scary time. And a lot of yeah. odd things are happening there. Like you've got Madame Bavlosky's books going around. There's all this kind of weird esoteric stuff going on. And there's like fucking – Jazz music and cocaine and burlesque. I mean, it's like it's like fucking like the cabaret, the musical, but like grosser. Yeah, <laughs> and like more androgynous. It's like you know, it's very interesting. And like, I think sometimes I don't know where I learned it at an early age, but like the dark and scary, it's the scabby, just like the scratch. Maybe it was just growing up in Catholic church. It's like, oh, that's just some beautiful dead bodies I see around uh-huh, me all the time. It's uh-huh. like the idea of like you know. Version and attraction, mm-hmm. and kind of blend those mm-hmm. together. It's like uh, it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. I love shit like but that. But it also makes you like it excites you. I, it, I, I think. Uh, I mean, oh boy, the, 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 pill now. the proverbial you, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, well, I, I don't know if excited is the right word. I think intrigue, maybe intrigue is good. I, I, I think a lot about like my ideas is like you know because I drive a lot to think. That's like my some people have that shower thoughts. I have uh, driving thoughts, and I think for me it's like 
I'm a tangential thinker. So a lot of ideas kind of criss and cross and do a bunch of different things. And then eventually I end up at a cul-de-sac. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I know what this looks like. Uh-huh. And then that gets a thumbnail and that goes on from there. But that's the thing is like when I find myself speechless and I don't have like words to talk around it. I think that's a lot of the thing with like conversation is like I enjoy talking around what you're actually or like zeroing in. It's like like a like a fucking cattle dog. Just like that kind of manic <laughs> energy running around and trying to get all the thoughts together. And once it's in the pen, it's like, what is this? Well, what, what, uh, cause it's like those ideas that, you know, maybe you don't have a word for that kind of escapes you. And that's the big question is like, what can a visual medium do without a writing supplement? Mm-hmm. And how far? Mm-hmm. And like symbols are like been with us for or really without hours. a language yeah. supplement. Yeah. And that's the thing I hate when I fucking go to like an exhibition or a museum and it's like, it's like, we're going to have three paragraphs right over here. And yeah. then people spend more time looking at that than looking at the art. I'm like, you know, th- I mean, I enjoy an intellectual conversation about art. But like, you know, at some point it becomes a fucking circle jerk. You know, it, yeah. there needs to be some type so, of like rewarding the viewer it depends. and not the Agreed, reader. But the thing is, the to play devil's advocate, because I totally agree. I with thought that was I my job. No, I don't think that <laughs> sure, art should have like a visual or a, a written explanation for it because it's open to interpretation. It's open to puzzling together what could be happening, making up your own thing, whatever. But people are afraid of what they don't recognize. So when they see art and they don't know what it's about, it's like um, – inaccessible to them. Well, especially within academia, if if it doesn't fit a narrative of like... Conceptual something. Or or not even conceptual, just like... But isn't there like a free-flowing narrative or like a free-blowing? I want to say free-blowing in the sense of like free jazz. Yeah, as long as you blow them, it's free. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to say like you can create in the, in let's say the contemporary music world, you can create music that's so obtuse and so oblong that it just doesn't connect with the general audience well, and so you are affected by like intellectual that. yeah items, but it's like there's this weird elitist air around the yeah there is world there, no well, no this is like, the same with like the free jazz world by the way just well, saying yeah it, it, it is i think that's the thing is like i think once it's attached to academia yeah so that's why like you get a lot more freedom in pop or any type of like somewhat almost anti-intellectual mm-hmm. music to a certain degree but even that, that's where you can sneak in the stuff the yeah. easiest and in the best way. And that's when subtlety the, is the shit. Or even <laughs> unsubtle. Like just like you can fucking just like get weird with it and do some very weird, interesting things. But like I think once it's tied to academia, then this has to be justified, or essentially we have to justify why would anyone pay to learn this? Mm-hmm. Or why would we get funding and grants for this? I mean if you have a, it's like if it's like Chatham Baroque or a symphony or something like this. Or like the ballet. The ballet. There's there's some experimental thing that gets a lot, but has to fit in with her It's like, why would you give money here? You don't have to talk to a bunch of teenagers who have a garage band of like, how are you going to get money? It's like, I don't know, my brother's got a van and we're going to get in that. And I play the nose flute and then my friend slaps my ass and I shove the microphone up my ass and we call it <laughs> noise rock. <laughs> it's good. I love the it's idea of like, good. but this is there's like, but like, you know, some great noise music comes from like, there's a lot, there's a, no, I love Southern. I, I don't love, but, but I understand and like 
noise music to I, a certain I, level. I like some noise. I like some yeah. experimental music. And um, well, actually, I still never sent you the links. So no, you didn't. I'm not upset. But now I'm I've been sorry. busy with it. But now <laughs> this is the second time. So I have to send you this shit now. But yeah. um, I, I think I think it's because then you're making it and you're finding your own audience for it. Mm-hmm. And rather than kind of like convincing donors and establishment things, because like I think where it works best is preserving different kind of narratives and like traditions and different things like this. It's like, you know, you can still go see the ballet and you can push different things with an experiment with it, but it still could be the ballet and certain saying and stuff. And I, I not only understand, I, I would love and yeah. encourage that. Oh, like it's, preservation it's of different forms of art throughout history, I think is important, but, especially if there are people willing to perform it. But I think the funny thing about some museums and some gallerists and some different art um, establishments is that they think they're the rock band. <laughs> they think they're on the cutting edge. They think they're the avant-garde without realizing like, you know, this postmodern thing you're talking about is kind of old already. It's a little dead. <laughs> it's a little old already. And it's like, How old it's like, is it's like, already like, it's like, oh, we're looking, huh? How old is it? Well, like, since we it? finished modernism. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like, no, it's like we look at like postmodern writers and philosophers coming out of like the, the French schools and this type of thing. It's like, you know, it's as old as your parents, if not older. Yeah. 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 It's as old as your grandparents. It's 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 a, it's an odd thing. But then they're like, you know, this is kind of, it was like when people are like, you know, installation performance art is really the cutting edge. I'm like, haven't they fucking been doing this shit since the 50s? Man? Yeah. <laughs> We're not still listening to like, a, you know, like Heartbreak Hotel. I mean, it's a, it's a good song. It's a great stuff. Yeah, but, but like, that's not you know, what's popping on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, 1956, Heartbreak Hotel, top of the charts. Also the height of teen pregnancy in the U.S. Huh. I blame Elvis for getting all those teenagers <laughs> up in a fuss. I blame violence. Oh God! I never. What? <laughs> Sorry, I, I went. I was trying to say violent I mean, I video games and then and undo it. <laughs> I love sex and violence. It's it's my favorite combination. I understand you, <laughs> <laughs> but I oh don't think I agree. Well, maybe not actually like to get like not actual real sex or real violence because I'm in a the visual media. The tension between the, the two. tension stuff. between like, the two like, for, like, so for I cl- art. I collect a lot of those old true crime magazines and those old detective Ooh. magazines. It's always like, are you a hoarder? Not, a, I'm a collector. I don't have like a used Kleenex box. Hold on, <laughs> listeners back home. I'm a little defensive. Does that sound offensive? Jamie's face. Does that sound offensive? <laughs> Is my house cluttered? Is my house cluttered? I mean, it's not like it's clean. It's organized, but you got a lot of shit. I. It's clean. Or a collector. I I, I come no, from a I'm, long I'm, line. I'm not of, here to shit talk you, my <laughs> illustrious guest. I'll, I'll do pack right. I'll do pack right. I know where everything is. Uh huh. Okay. It's organized and it's a nice nice spot. But it's a lot of shit. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> but these great detective magazines and stuff, and there's like some like pinup girl on it, and like someone's like trying to stab him. I'm just like, huh. Oh, I, I don't know what this is, but uh, there's something interesting here. Yeah. And I'm like aroused metaphysically. Not, not aroused. <laughs> I think it's just like this seems interesting or is no I, my my uh, yeah i'm intrigued exactly yeah. I, I meant that more than it's arousal. like seeing like it's like seeing a uh, same way it's, it's like if you look at a storybook illustration and there's a princess and a dragon it's the same thing as like this detective magazine uh-huh. there's like you know some you know guy with a cool leather jacket and a gun and like you know some girl in a skirt to mid-dress it's mm-hmm. it's it's I don't know why it like resonates with the brain but it, something connects the there. tension between yeah. the two have you seen big mouth 
I have. I haven't seen the new season. Okay. Uh. Well, either way, you know about the um, rage, rage, fucking rage. <laughs> you know of uh, uh, what's the one character, the one that does the fan fiction? Oh, uh, Missy. Yeah, Missy. Oh she, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she does her she, like she erotic, like, like Nathan Fillion's yeah. fan yeah, yeah. fiction. And that immediately came to my head. But that's the thing too. It's like, why do different things resonate and stuff? It's like, so like, you could do the, like, so like, young boys, like, playing with like a car. Why do they do that? Like, girls playing with a horse. And if you could like, a Freudian thing, it's like, because it's got a big dick. It's like, no, you idiot. Yeah. (laughs) It's not because it's a big dick. It's because it's, it's, it's like, oh, because it's always about the untamed horse. But it, I connected with it. I have a special bond. We have a connection and we go on adventures together. This is more of a um, friendship and understanding. This is more something that like has like levels interaction to it. A car is just like, well, I can drive it. Yeah. I have agency. I can drive it. Speed. It's mine. It's an odd thing. It's an ownership thing. Yeah. But then there's interaction thing. But like, we're not going to go down a hole. We've done so we can many go down, holes. We can go rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna dodge a rabbit hole of gender because glory hole, as rabbit a, hole. As a cis straight white man, I don't know if I can speak to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so let's talk about what I do know. We can talk about painting. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Painting. How far have we gone from painting? I don't even know. <laughs> it started with That's like okay. we started we a little bit back. We started with um. How does charm help you with painting? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I, I agree with you. I think yeah. charm is really important and it can definitely well, help you stay afloat a little bit. And it's bit. magic. And yeah. it's, 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 it's part of the magic that comes through in your artwork. Well, it, well it's, like, it's like when you think it's charm or like bewitching someone or like these are all terms that we kind of associate with magic. But it's like David Bowie is very charming. Yeah. He was also like a magical motherfucker. Yeah. We yeah. understood what like, you know, Magicians, what does like like a uh, birthday party magician do? Tricks. Are you are you asking me? No, no. I'm, I'm, yeah. it's like, <laughs> he present he presents you a falsehood. He presents yeah. you a reality, a certain reality. He manipul- manipulates your perception of reality. So when David Bowie's like, "I'm Ziggy Stardust now. I'm a rock star from Mars," and you keep <laughs> doing that until that people well, start to people accept you. It. People accept it as that you present them. Do you know Did who Esperanza Spalding pers- is? No, I'm not sure. No. Mm. Ooh, I think you would love her because mm-hmm. she did a transformation, very Bowie-esque, where she became, um, she went from being this super crazy This is better than the Sasha Fierce transformation, which is like- yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, but like, all right, shout out to Beyonce. I can't, not to undermine Beyonce here, but <laughs> um, Esperanza Spalding was this bass player is. singer- Is. Sorry, mm. is this bass player singer virtuoso- who had been playing like with the greats since she was very young in her 20s, but uh, not her latest record, but the one before that, which is my favorite of hers, she did this sort of alter ego transformation, very similar to Ziggy Stardust, uh, where she became... Um, what was Garth Brooks's alter ego? What? what? Ew. Remember no. that? When he like... No. He looked like All right. No, 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 no. We're talking about okay, sorry, a beautiful sorry, queen. Yeah, We're not talking Ron's about Garth Brooks. Spalding, we stand. <laughs> She's amazing. Incredible musician. But she was Emily for this like transformation where she Emily. became... No, she essentially became from this like jazz, like virtuoso into this like rock queen. 
And it was a very cool transformation. I I think you not only like the music, but like like her as an artist. No, I have to check it out. Yeah, she won she's uh, Best Artist of the Year 2011 over Justin Bieber for the Grammys. Oh, cool. and she's like 33. She's like 32, 33. Yeah, she's really young. She's like yeah, she's yeah. one of those transformative artists, and her music is out there sometimes, but it's super cool and still accessible. Mm-hmm. I am listening. I just had a see what Garth Brooks alter ego Yeah, was what was Garth Brooks? Oh, Chris ego. Gaines, Chris Gaines. Those are the same person? You remember Chris Gaines? Yes. No. Yeah, that's Garth Brooks. Oh my god, I'm having my, oh my horrible god. hillbilly Wait. childhood. Oh, you fucked it. You didn't fucking know this. To me. Where you're like, I don't like Garth Brooks. I like Chris Gaines and then just I just thought they were two different people. I didn't listen to country music. Holy shit, I thought they were two different people. Wait, that is who's fucking Chris Gaines, crazy. Then? Chris Gaines is Garth Brooks alter ego that yeah. kind of did like more alt rock type stuff. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my me? god. What? Yeah. Oh, I bet some people I know from Alabama <laughs> still don't know the difference. If you are Jamie's <laughs> friend, you have just been Nobody from apparently. Alabama is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is crazy. Okay. Um is there something you, we should talk about with regard to your work? I just, I actually. Yeah, you got any questions? On I your love mind? this, the charm of this podcast episode, by the way. The charm yes. is there. The charm, charm, charm. Well, charm. we're in ooky, spooky season. It's magic season. Spooky season. Got October. extra energy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I guess my biggest concern with my work is if it comes across like fucking kitschy. Mm. No, I personally do not think so. Because uh, like, I, I, think I, I dabble in those dangerous comes areas. Comes across a little bit as scary, or like I'm fine with that. Like, uh, like, like religious season scary. scary. Well, that's the thing. It's like I don't want. It's like I never want to do like a, a straight up like horror painting. Right, right, like, right. It's like I don't know. There's one there. I think you got close. One with the man with like no fucking face. Oh, Charlie, no face. But you know the story Ooh. of him, right? No, local guy. Raymond Whoa. Robinson, Charlie No Face. What is the story? So there's this kid, um, Raymond Robinson. He, um, well, I had heard the story growing up. But I'll, I'll pre say with like the the urban legend that I heard growing up. I was on the school bus. I was like six years old. We're going across the train track, and they're like, "Do you know about the Green Man?" Mm. I'm like, "What the fuck's a Green Man? <laughs> is he in your is he like the Jolly Green Giant?" <laughs> um, no. Um, they're like, he was he was walking alone at night, and he got hit by a train and then struck by lightning. He rolled off in the bushes and covered himself in plants and the, and like, oh, it just turned his skin green. He doesn't have any eyes, he's a <laughs> nose, and he doesn't have a face. And he lives under a bridge here. And if you don't bring him beer or cigarettes, he steals your face. That's some Pittsburgh Whoa! shit if I've ever heard I love some. this urban legend. How have I never heard this? And then this? I was like, fucking A, none of my parents smoke. I'm not going to be able to get cigarettes to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> my face is totally going to get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got like, I got... I hadn't thought much of it since then. And I was in college and I was like watching this uh, little documentary, Cropsy. Yes. Uh, oh my God, yeah. I've seen that shit. Yeah. But it's like an urban legend that turns out to be real. I was like, huh, what, if, what the fuck deal with Green Man Charlie No Face? Real dude, this guy, Raymond Robinson. He, as a kid, he was like, I think he was like 10 or 8 or something. He was bird watching, climbs up uh, one of those big pylon um, power towers things. Bird watch. So <laughs> Electrocuted. <innocent. gasps> Burns off his eyes, his nose, his ear, scar tissue, all this type of shit. So, uh, I mean, he, he survived, but he cannot see. I he can only see. see your painting in my head. No, it's pretty accurate. 
find this. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, Google Raymond Robinson. We'll put this on the Instagram too. All right, that's yeah. a good little promo. And picture. it's good for the Halloween season. Yes. Yeah, Dude, that yeah. painting, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, and then I was like, wait a second. Well, so there's a great <laughs> picture of him. So he would walk up. It didn't matter if it was night or days because he didn't want to freak out people during the day. He would walk up this strip of road um, at night just along the guardrail. Um, holy crap. So actually, if you do Google it, it does co- my painting does come up. With <laughs> oh, Charlie shit. No Face. Is it That's called sick. Charlie No Face? It's called Charlie No Face, but Google Raymond Robinson. And your your image comes up. As but well. my, my friend's grandma would tell stories of, like they would drive around and go looking for Charlie No Face. Oh, my God. There's a great picture of him online. Ooh, with him. Alive? I hate this. No, he's, he's passed with a I bunch of like greaser teenagers. <gasps> Which one is that? <gasps> his face oh, yeah, yeah. God, that's awful okay sorry go so he made like leather wallets and belts that he would sell and stuff because he could do that just tactile mm-hmm. um but there's this great picture of him with a bunch of like 1960s 50s teenagers because he'd walk up the strip road and then they'd find him give him a cigarette or a beer and get their picture taken with him it was like a thing to do and oh, they called yeah, him I green see. man because like of all the scar tissue was very pale in the early headlights he'd kind of glow low oh that's kind of cool yeah. I have to i'm not gonna lie painting. y'all need to look this up Raymond it's, Robinson. It's, it's very interesting right, story. This is like perfect for spooky season if this airs within spooky season. You got the right guess for spooky season. I'll spooky yeah. season all day. Cute. Hey. All day. All day. <laughs> what do you want to get here? You want to talk some serial killers? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk some fucking alien shit? Because they're getting like real blatant about this stuff. What, the Area 51 shit? No, not Area 51. It's like Papoose Lake is a shit. But like, um, <laughs> well, so there was, the, they, they, there was the press release with uh, the object off the East Coast and West Coast, like the TikTok, uh, Tic Tac object and like this other craft that the I'm Navy so out of it. This Navy, yeah, the Navy too. was like had footage of this and it was um put out and they were following it for like fucking three days or like a uh, 24 hours. A Tic Tac. Well, that was the one off the West Coast. There's okay. this other thing. You look at Foza and they released like a 30 second clip of it. But that kind of came out through someone who wasn't supposed to be press released. But like just like fucking like a month ago or like three weeks ago. The Navy came out. I was like, "No, that's all real footage. We followed it for like day, like days. It was off the coast, just hovering there, and we scattered jets and all this type of shit. And like, no one gives a fuck because everyone's just like, you know, oh, who's gonna be the new candidate? Uh, Trump is <laughs> like fucking aliens. The, the fucking There's Navy just said like this, you, this because they don't call Maybe them UFOs Trump's anymore. Maybe Trump's an alien. They don't call nah, they don't bro. call them UFOs anymore. They're um uh, was IFOs? It? No, no, no. Flight um, flying objects. No, um. Unidentified uh, aerial vehicles, um, U- UAVs, UAVs, yeah. okay. and vehicle implies more like like it's, like a thing. it's not just a phenomena, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's it's trippy, weird shit, and like and this and like it's more interesting to me in the news, like what they don't talk about when other things are going on. It's like fucking a like uh, with like a Libya. Well, this is a political thing. If I could just go off of it, but like years ago, I was like when we were going. Um, in there and I was just like oh they're doing that because he was going to shift them over to a gold standard and everyone's like that's fucking crazy it's really like no it's like that would ch- change up oil sales and like France would be really upset because they're trading off of like French currency and this type of thing and then go figure like in some recent declassified emails like oh we totally did because of gold oh my god uh, just just casually yay. okay but it's, pa- but it's so long passing the attention span of people with right. like 24 hour news circuit and everything else is going they just kind of look like because Things people are used by, to like, so distracted. Yeah, people are so used to the scandal of um, of reality television. Yeah, and it's <laughs> nonsense. It's like news used to happen in two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the early reporting, the morning news, uh, and the night nightly news. news. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then it's just like 
and you know, they get to the brass tacks. And there's like, what do you think he was wearing? What do you think this is? And just like fucking just like regurgitating the same shit without like and keeping a narrative consistent because they're like, essentially like script writers for this not like they're making well but but they keep a focus but you also have to understand that that is exactly what an american viewer would want it's true that's what they've tailored it's not that no they don't know they want this This well that's the thing news shouldn't be trying to get ratings is the well that's been all right you're talking about age we can all thank roger ailes for that yeah there's a yeah but anyways Art, I'm not the best at politics. Art, 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 art. art, art. art, art. <laughs> well, that's the nice thing about being an artist. You don't actually have to know much about anything else other than art. And that makes you kind of very dangerous because you can just dabble with a bunch of ideas and just smash them together and be like, this is something. Here, look at this. Yeah, here, yeah come look, look at, at this. And like, oh, it works or it doesn't. I don't care. Your problem, not mine. <laughs> well, I think, that's, I think that's an important thing about like if it works or doesn't work is like you got to put the stuff out there. Like, yeah. I think no matter what, it's like finish something and you know, even if you fucking hate it, you still have to put it out there. Otherwise, yeah. like, you know, what are you doing? It's the only way to move on. Don't be to... afraid of your work. Don't or be afraid, afraid of shame. Failure. Shame Don't is be afraid healthy. Of failure. Shame yeah. is a good motivator. Shame yeah, it's true. Motivator. It's true. It gets me going for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. Just feeling inadequate, feeling unqualified. I just feel lazy. Yeah, me too. I, I just feel like I can never the get enough guilt. work done. Even yeah. when I like yeah, me too. finish a bunch of payments, yep. like, I'm never doing yep. enough. I think that's made just like my parents like or like having parents that like raise you with a good work ethic and you're like, I'm making painting. So even if I paint every day nonstop, I still feel like a lazy yes, ass. Yes. Because I'm mean, making painting. I feel like a lazy ass. I spent an hour and a half playing piano today, but I haven't played my saxophone yet and I know I will tonight. And I feel lazy about that. See, <laughs> guilt is good. Guilt is good. Oh, my therapist says guilt is the death of me. Well, you should have a problem. shit therapist then. Guilt <laughs> is no, the only thing that keeps great I think it's what keeps us going, but also is like it's also our toxic. Devil. Yeah. Well, listen, guilt to a certain degree it, it, until it becomes counterproductive. Right, right. It can be a motivator. It's, it's like a, everything until it becomes counterproductive. Exactly. It's like pride can even be good until it's counterproductive. Yes. And stress yeah. can be great. Ego, until it's, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Until you're so stressed out that you can't get out of bed. Exactly. That's not productive. Yeah. I think that's the threshold. It's like if you're like, well, I'll stay up and get this going. It's like, eh, I can't even bear to look at the world today because uh-huh. I am shaking. It's like maybe that's a little too much. Yeah. Dial yeah. it back a little bit. <laughs> you know, a little less coffee. Here you go. Decaffeinate a little bit. Yeah. Take but a then again, shower. I am not a mental health professional, so do not listen to me. Oh, for my gosh. We should have this. like a disclaimer. therapy sessions with Zach. Aww. He's the guest therapist. For hey, what are you doing? I don't know. Like have a candy bar, <laughs> masturbate, move on. <laughs> Make sure you use those old true crime trades. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's like, yeah, anytime you have to make a big decision, masturbate before you do that. Yeah. I feel Clear that. the head. No, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I've been there. Well, you <laughs> That's the whole thing. You have to feel it. <laughs> and on that note, we're all good people here. <laughs> they are. They're very nice people. I, I, uh, the jury's out on me. All right. Yeah. W-D-Y-D-A podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm closing it, Jamie. Yeah, you're doing this it. This is a great conversation. Thank you. We just Zach. end with, ma- well, I guess that's how everything ends. <laughs> masturbation. <With> masturbation. <laughs> I mean, I love, okay. Done <laughs> you're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love. This is no, what I love. Nothing seems more appropriate to me than talking about our love of masturbation in a church. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are recording in a church right oh, now. Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. I can only get so erect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm done with this. Um, In the rectory? At, at, at 
what do you do again? Rector damn near killed her. On Instagram and Facebook. I'm done with this shit. Oh At what do you do again? All right. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher. You can find us on um, Buzzsprout. There's a couple of more out there. You could figure that out. Trust me. Um, we're on Instagram. I already said that. Uh, if you have anything you want to talk to us about, if you want to reach out to Zach, please tell me, Zach, how did they reach out to you? Just like um, you can follow me on Instagram at Zach underscore Brown underscore art. And that's Zach with a C-H. Uh-huh. So just Good. think Zach. Get it straight. Yeah. And then um, just message me on that. I am bored and in studio <laughs> all the time painting, so I will most likely respond. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. You heard him there. Uh, Jamie, we done? Yeah. We'll catch you guys next week with another guest. Yeah. Some other guest. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> so there was just so much great outtake material from this episode that we recorded right before the official start of the podcast um and it's pretty much another episode's worth but (laughs) i couldn't really do without adding it to the rest of this episode so here it is um disclaimer and also a shout out to sierra sellers because we're eating your peanut butter cookies that you left at the studio they were dope they were bomb uh thank you and enjoy the rest of this ridiculous conversation Listen to any ASMRs now. Yeah. I don't get it. The way people describe me, it's like nails on a chalkboard, but good. Yeah. It's yeah. like the tingle, but it's like it doesn't like you don't want to rip this like your ears off. Yeah, it's like a lot of it's just sounds and people eating, like very quiet things that are I like this cookie. <laughs> it's a good cookie. I like this chewing noise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or people just like bottles and like it's a whole thing but then i guess there's like some sexual components to yeah, it yeah yeah there's totally. like a whole other thing to it too i mean hey if it works for you i'm not mm-hmm. here to yuck some uh, to yuck someone else's yum but you know i just need to know what a yuck and a yum are <coughs> well the yum is the fun <laughs> yuck is like poo poo in the yum <laughs> but sometimes your yum just turns into poo poo <laughs> delicious and gross but yeah, but sometimes some people's yum is the poo poo, but that's scat play and that's uh No, no that's no. the thing, man. Yeah, that's the whole thing. thing. <laughs> like ASMR does not necessarily include but Do they, they do ASMR be. like just like in the bathroom, just like <laughs> and then the splash sounds? <laughs> I have almost no doubt. That would calm the me mu- down. The, there's like some like deep on the internet that must exist. I, I I'm sure if you look for to it. To be honest, that sounds like a soothing sound. The plot. Well, because like, you just had that alone time with your phone. You're just mm-hmm. like, all right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, 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 and the little like, tap noises from like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's it's always like... Because I'm driving all the time like with like road trips or taking paintings different places and stuff. And it's like, God, I'm really good at picking out stalls at rest stops. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just end up Do a whole series. <coughs> Do a whole series. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I played with the idea of doing that glory hole series that I haven't done yet. It was all going to be like Trompe-Loy uh-huh. glory holes, just all kind of lined up. I'm I might get it. around to that at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The it's rabbit like borderline wait. confessional. You're pulling a rabbit out <laughs> of the glory, glory holes. Hole? You can do it just like, oh, well, I don't know if that's what you pull out of the glory hole. but I mean, <laughs> I thought that's what I heard. <laughs>
No, no, it's doing like a Trump loy thing. Oh. Like, so it's like. That's like an illusion to make it look dimensional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what like, when means. you do like, like when they would do like dead rabbits on a door mm -hmm. or different things. Or, or like, like crown molding and shit can be or, Trump loy. Or like an asshole who like, like does a very realistic light switch mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or, or an outlet or like, a plug to plug in. You're just like, oh, God damn it, you just shove it into the drywall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're like, this <laughs> fucking sucks. It's no good. People definitely do that. I didn't realize that was the thing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, now I have a Only this would just be like little eyeballs peeking through, <laughs> like a dick hanging out. And, <laughs> and is this like a peace idea? Well, because like when, well, speaking of road trips and stuff, like half the time when you're driving, it's like it's in between like Jesus Save signs, there's like all these like adult <laughs> theaters that say like yep. truckers welcome. Yep. And then they're just like filled with just like, well, you have, hell, when you go down like uh, Route 8 past um, the mall, mm. there's that, um, adult mart there not the one with the giant vhs oh, the one further down closer to the mall because there's that one with this giant like i know which one you're talking about VHS. i actually so don't but keep going <laughs> it's, it's fantastic it's, it's a giant vhs on the side building so if it ever goes out of business i need to go grab that <laughs> giant VHS sign just to put down my basement and i can have my vhs room yes with all oh my, my VHSs. but how many vhs's are there in your room um i say at least 300 at this point Jesus. Well, it's like they're a quarter a pop at the St. Vincent de Paul. And the main it's like main criteria for me picking up VHS is, is like I have to have no idea who the production company is. I have, to, <laughs> I have no idea who the actors are. It's just got to be something interesting or weird. It's like it's like there's this I like all the like young adult stuff where it's like, how do I make real friends? Oh my God. <laughs> That's a VHS. Or there's ones like peer pressure. It's like, it's like, do you uh, get any of the eighties, like workout ones with no production I've knowledge? Got dancing grannies. Oh yeah. my God. That's a good one. But like, I, I don't, dancing I don't, grannies. I don't do like the Richard Simmons. Cause everyone's seen those and sweating to the oldies. It's gotta be something like, you know, that I haven't Original. seen. Although, not all of it, really, because like I can't not grab every Babysitters Club one. <laughs> every, Wait, like, what's Babysitters Club? That's that book series. Yeah, and and it's also a show, I guess. I, I think they tried to do dolls at one point to get into that like American mm. Girl doll market, but I also got all the I have pretty much every Merrick Kate and Ashley. They were the queens of VHS. They were they amazing. I love their, their movies. I love their movies. Like as children, you mean? Well, yeah, yeah like because like Kate other than just Paris. being paid for being on shows oh, yeah. and like movies and stuff, like. Their home video empire was really how they like, or there's like, well, Passport to Paris, but yeah. that was actually like, I don't think that, was that in theaters or no? I'm not sure. I have I like know. this very, very I think Billboard vague... Dad was in theaters. Oh, yes. Okay, Whoa. that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the You're wow. Invited series, that's the one where you You're know, like, fucking give me bringing like, bringing so many memories back like, to me right now. I, I want know, none pizza. Of this, but I love your reactions. P I Z Z A. <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> yes, how I do you know slow exactly it down? what you're talking about. Well, they, well no, YouTube. they just, yeah, yeah, they just digitalized it and slowed oh, it down. Oh, talking so. about YouTube, not VHS. Yeah, YouTube slowed it down, but like, I so Aaron and I sat down one time to watch it because she remembered it and it's like we just had it on while we were like eating dinner and it's like I got a fucking headache to this shit not because of the sound or anything it's just like the editing and it's, everything's uh. like nothing's stationary everything's like whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's like worse than like like when people complain about like motion sickness when they saw Blair Witch for the first time <laughs> it was like this but like you know it's like just sugar high like prepubescent like kids just going like wow. <laughs> And then it's like, I guess, but I was more so for like Mary Kate, the adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, because that's when they were detectives. 
and mm. they have to solve things. I'm like vaguely remembering it's this. It's like, who stole the Great Hope Diamond? What killed the diamond? How do you have this memorized? makes the finest pizza? No, What's in saw your it. brother's dresser drawer? <laughs> Mysteries of life waiting to be solved. <laughs> We're just kids in our trench coat trying to get involved. <laughs> we got to know how. We got the heck. What we need is a case to crack. We're two super duper snoopers. Give us a mystery. I broke out and so I broke it out into song when I was driving with Aaron one time. I just did the whole song and Aaron's like, oh, did you watch a lot of Mary Kate and Ashley when you were growing up? And I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> who? I say I have a sister, but oh my God. I watched it's them just too. You. <laughs> but I really like that's when I like when I saw like kids shit like because yeah. of my brothers, quote unquote. But mm-hmm. like secretly, I loved iCarly. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some of it was funny. <laughs> what I really liked was like was the, the Nez Declassified. Oh, of, yes, I love that. That show. was oh, actually funny and well written. Great. I loved Ned's. And I had such a when I had, I had such, such a crush, crush. on Moe's. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Seriously. And then they they try to do that Ten Things I Hate About You um, TV oh, show yeah. with that actress. Yeah. In it. But um. Yeah. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. Well, you Whatever know, you know, you know, to she's probably Jennifer an artist, artist. Well, you know, you know. Um, did you guys watch Boy Meets World at all? Yeah. yeah. You know when they were in college and uh, the apartment that they had and the big tall beautiful redhead that was living uh-huh. with them mm-hmm. porn what she's doing porn now oh shit okay and now or has been has been doing it now it. well like it's fairly recent i think i mean how old was she when boys that was like she's 2000- probably 30 something passing as 20 something yeah. right now well no 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 but back on boy meets world i have to because she was but a she model currently does porn as what like milf porn essentially sick i mean <laughs> i i've i've Saw the trailer for that documentary. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Is it a documentary? No, I, that's just why I refer to porn. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Boy Meets World goes porno? Like, oh, I, I think I saw that documentary. Wait. <laughs> but so how, much, else, how many do documentaries watch, are you on? <laughs> do you ever watch The the Little Giants? Uh, probably. With Rick Moranis. That sounds, no, I didn't. Yes. The main girl from it, um, her name of that was Icebox. She did a bunch of softcore later on. Icebox. So that's just yeah. like, no. She no was like the daughter who played football and stuff. Uh-huh. And stuff. I was gotcha. like, yeah. Scenario. But it's very tasteful. It's Scenario documentary. No penetration. It's just like, <laughs> there's no penetration, mm-hmm. just a lot of dry humping. So right. it, it reminds me of middle school. Right. Sometimes oh you need that. You need a, a like something to bring you back so that you get out of the porn hole. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like you got like, it's almost like when people like quit doing drugs so they get that thing again. It's like, it's like my taste in, uh, I collect a lot of vintage smut because that's just fun. That's not really erotic. It's more like, titillating and right. entertaining than anything and it's and it's also just like before the internet all the different like photo clubs and stuff because like oh it's an art magazine but we only photograph one thing yes and that's beautiful <laughs> naked women yep. was that not a playboy yeah <laughs> well oh my that God. was a lifestyle magazine yes yeah. and they had it was but people read for the articles I mean, and honestly, when you go back and look at the old, the Playboy articles stuff, were done. The articles were really good. Well, you had you had a bunch. Like that's where Shel Silverstein was writing yeah. for yeah. forever yeah. and stuff. He did a lot of really cool stuff. Is like uh, the Devil Takes a Bride and all this stuff. But you go back and you look at the old um, Playboys, and it's like there's like maybe like a little section of it and, and the pull out, but there wasn't much. And it's all like just kind of having all this old vintage smut, even more reserved and tasteful than that. Mm-hmm. It's like hell if you collect enough like. Hawaiian uh, Hawaiian a- albums and uh, Exotica albums. Like, even those covers are more revealing than yeah. some of that stuff. 
but it's like you know. well now that i mean it was raunchy i guess for the times right well now they still have um they're not doing like nudes anymore on the stuff they're just kind of doing more just kind of like revealing pictures okay it, yeah which is which is good fun like hell i like you know getting back to the old days when it's just like um oh the sears um catalogs come out and there's an underwear section and it's just like oh <laughs> that's just being enough for like Goddamn, I think was it Lambs and or oh, I was probably I think good Lambs for when and tried to do underwear at one point. Really? I'm tr- I think I remember this because like I would wasn't like a pro. This was like the most shameful stack of porn because it wasn't really porno. <laughs> it was just like you know just some underwear ads. And stuff. I was like, well, fuck. When I was, I must. It was first grade and it was Christmas time. And we were cutting out pictures and stuff and then for some reason there's all these like maternity uh, <laughs> magazines because i think people are just donating them uh-huh. to like cut up and do different things with and there was one very explicit br- breast pump ad and it was like full nipple and she's like oh i was like are you sore or something like this so it's like breast pump too much and it's like cut that out put that right in the pencil box. oh my god <laughs> and then i'm on the school bus and the school bus driver's daughter's on the bus and she comes back to the bus. She's like, wait, boys, look at him like, we're not going to tell you. It's a titty. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I'm cool. I won't tell anyone. I'm like, all right. You sure she you're cool? People. She took him right to the front mm. of the bus, that bitch. Oh, my God. Mm. I didn't wow. get any trouble. It was just wow. nasty. I think it's when, like, you look at. Who does at, she think I, she is? Huh? Who does she think she, she is? She's a, a bus, bus driver's, driver's daughter. daughter. <laughs> 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 That's the last time I trust a bus driver's daughter. <laughs> My date with the bus driver's daughter. That was oh gonna be big. <laughs> Would you see my date with the president's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, is that what you're referencing? Yeah, yeah. With um Corey Matthews. Yeah. No, no. No, no. What's, um, what was the older Corey brother? Corey Feldman. No, no, the older brother from in... Boy Meets World. Oh, uh, Yeah, with him in it. He was the star. What's no, it was Corey, and then the older brother was in my date with the president's daughter. Yeah, that was, it was him. um Sean Matthews. Yeah. No, it was a Sean Hunter. God damn it, I remember. Sean Hunter. I don't Hunter, I Sean have Hunter. the guy's image in my head. Sean Hunter. Sean Hunter. What is older? brother's name in the show in the show i'm not gonna remember remember. that because there's Corey matthews and eric eric matthews eric Eric matthews that's right yeah i have a i have a working theory about that show because he starts off just kind of a normal like teen he's like kind of good at school but he's all there and then once he gets to college he just turns into a cartoon character and like they don't explicitly say it, but I think he just started smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like he gets dumber and weirder, and he's just kind of like very preoccupied with silly things. I'm just like, oh, you're like That's this is happening. a stereotype of a pothead if I've ever seen a '90s show before. <laughs> so this makes sense. A less explicit because now they can. I feel like they're more explicit, or maybe I haven't seen very many of these kids shows, but. Recently, recently enough, it must have been five or six years ago. Was this like a very called. special episode? It's like we found a joint. Yeah, something like that, like where I'd seen it. But there was also like, there was a show where the kid like got dopier and dopier as he got older. You know, mm. is it just it was lead a paint? Disney show. <laughs> it's just lead syndrome. paint. Or it's like it's just like worse. I think at some point maybe there's just a traumatic head injury that happened. <laughs> to I don't know, but like my favorite episodes of Boy Meets World, there's when they go to the ski lodge. And yes. old, and Lauren, played by yes. a young Linda Cardellini. Yes. And oh my yes. the only girl that yeah. Corey yeah. cheated yep. on Topanga with. Yep. And then she comes back yep. to like, meet up with him because like she Topanga finds out and then she goes on the date with a weird um art kid yep. that she meets at the <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, no, you identify. Yeah. No. But then, but the, that's the thing, it's like 
because I think Topanga's the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> she She's awful. She's terrible. Was she the worst in the new series, too? Did you she's see She's awful. She, I mean, she's a lawyer. I watched... But I mean, the new series was not enjoyable. I did at not all. watch the because new it series. had like they tried to do like that like modern Disney like pacing, where rather than like having a slower pace and like mm. an attention span, it's like they're trying to do more of that iCarly kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's just like eh, cool your jets. This isn't the Cheetah Girls. Like, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, my brain is worrying. But she comes with back how many and visits. You're throwing right. She comes back and visits, and they have a wonderful time. And like it starts to rain. I remember out, this. And he, she puts her in the jacket. And is like, God damn it! If I could just find a girl like Lauren from the ski lodge. But then she starts to turn up other places. I didn't realize I had such a crush on Linda Carlini until I'm yeah. like, Oh shit! She plays this kind of like tough. Um, oh, not like what the '90s thought was a gangster girl was yes, in, in Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, I was oh. thinking and of... dates Tommy for a bit. But you think about the Clueless show? TV show uh, when she's a goth girl. I remember that too. Well, you remember that? There was another James show. Franco. What is that show? They yeah. go. Oh, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah, she was in yeah. Freaks and Geeks. She's Freaks right. and Geeks, and she's also Velma and Scooby Doo. That's right. She yeah. was the hottest Velma. Well, no. So sure. because of the Disney like universe and stuff, and like she plays like Hawkeye's wife in like oh, yeah. the in Marvel, Marvel stuff. Yeah. I like to think she does. Well I like to think is, you know what, she could end up with Corey, but then like he's <laughs> such a fucking wet fart. <laughs> in the new series. I'm just like, you know what? She gets to go out with Hawkeye now. That's fine. Because it's all Disney, so it's all the same universe as far as right, I'm concerned. Sure. So she's actually just like a grown up she version of who well, she was. Who's the actor that plays now? Hawkeye? What's his fucking name? Jeremy oh, Renner. But yes. he, he's trying to, he's like, he's like, I'm a pop star now. Yeah, he's doing People the want rap to to my music. singing shit. Bro, I thought that was hilarious. I haven't so listened to all of it yet, so but like, he's like, it's uh, not like terrible by any like pop standard. Well, it's bad not, because it's bad. He's not the know? only inventor to try to come out with an album. Like fucking, um, uh, what's her name? Black Widow. Uh, Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson Scar-Jo. did a cover of Tom Waits songs. She did an album of nothing but Tom Waits song covers. Ew. Interesting. I, I heard it's just like her kind of doing a little raspy voice and kind of like smoother and jazzier. I'm just like, all right, this is fun. Like, if you can't get the rights and you need some Muzak, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like Muzak the machines. Where, oh where's God. the rice? You're fucking <laughs> killing me right now, Zach. We haven't even. But you know, like you're in, like you're in, like generic. Yeah, I don't like, even com- know if we should have a podcast episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is it. But like, <laughs> you have like you you go into like remember like shitty coffee shops like in like the, the 90s and stuff where it's like they didn't want to or like bad situation smoking or non-smoking or no it's just bad where they didn't actually have actual music it was just kind of digitized weird versions of stuff <laughs> those were, was music oh, yeah, yeah no, music. I, I mean that's what those like stacks were and whatever like I remember you? seeing a music machine I think there's like a, a switch downstairs for like music that's, that's hilarious yeah it's there's, crazy cause that was a brand name and they did this shit yep. there's so one of my Shows I find the most cathartic for me that gets all my anger and rage out is this terrible show called Four Weddings. The basic plot is there's four different girls getting married and they all go to each other's weddings and vote on who has the best wedding. Uh, it, it is oh disgusting because I'm just disgusting. yelling. I, 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 my sister got me in on it because she's a designer and I'm an artist and stuff and I'm looking at it. It's like, weddings don't have themes. This isn't a problem. They have color palettes. You ignorant cunt. <laughs> <laughs> they have color palettes. I don't care they didn't pick up your under the sea theme for like this, like for prom. Like you just fucking you don't get to do that for your wedding. But it's like, so we're going old Hollywood. So all the guys are wearing these shit ugly fedoras and Ew. red chucks. Ew. And red I just chucks. Filled, oh, the, so there's the red chucks with them. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's fucking That's awful. Terrible. They did they did um one of the seasons. Did they win? They did one of the seasons here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh my god! So you can god. watch this stuff here. Is it, one of them Steelers themed? 
Uh, one's just black and gold theme. But the weird thing is they do, there's Close one person who's like working, married at PNC Park. No, we don't want, like enjoy baseball. We just like the views from the venue. Like, <laughs> All right. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've definitely used that no, line. That. I'm like, the only reason I go to PNC Park is to drink <coughs> overpriced beer and look at the view. <coughs> do you often go to PNC Park? <coughs> I've been maybe like three or four times. But the, okay. how this relates to the Muzak is like, because they show the dancing for like the reception and everything, but they can't play the music that they're actually playing. <laughs> right. So it's like just some generic like equal rights music <laughs> stuff. It's like, we're having a party. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna party and it's gonna be done. It's just like, <laughs> it's like but we watch it with the subtitles because you get all the <laughs> You get the words music. to the music. Oh, you got it. So like the game is, the game is like, how bad is like the fake music gonna be? how bad because they always write their own vows and they're always fucking horrible it's like i'm a princess and you're my prince and i know you're gonna treat me like royalty <laughs> I'm just like, well i can only wait for this divorce <laughs> they need to they do need, a yeah they need a show for the divorces well the best thing is at the end because they interview the couples at the end of the wedding it's like most of the time the groom is just shit face drunk he's like it's like the bride's like, I think we had a great wedding. I think we had one thing. It's like, and the guy's just hanging there, like, oh, this is not. <laughs> but he's just swaying back and forth, and like, he's like, he's like, she's like, don't you think so, babe? Yeah. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes he's staying there and holding up the bride. It's like it's like fucking like Charlie McCarthy, oh just like, God. oh yes, I think we had a great wedding. <laughs> but um, no, it's it. Well, they're doing a n- new season of it where all the brides will actually know each other. They'll all be friends. How friends are they? I don't know. I feel like they're going to have to stretch it a bit so that they all fit. Or they just have a longer filming time because it's taken a while to put together. Because I imagine, like, just sourcing these people. Fights, fights, fights. I hope it ruins someone's, like, family. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what those shows are designed for. I'm pretty sure that's what weddings are designed to do. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, where are you going to get married? Who's going to be invited? Where are you going to sit? Are you already in on this, like, disaster? I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a disaster because I'm a much more selfish, not caring person. But Aaron is very compassionate and very caring. <laughs> just, I just want to make sure everyone's happy. I'm like, maybe you should be the one who's happy. Yeah. But um, That's and true. she want and like I think, but making other people happy will make her happy. So yeah. we're visiting some places and stuff. I'm rooting for one. I haven't seen the other. Okay. I mean, I've seen pictures, but it's like God, it's an uphill battle. There's so many fucking ugly, tacky venues, and the ones that are actually nice and beautiful. Fucking stupid expensive because they actually probably hired a designer rather than like the property owner be like I don't know let's let's put a sconce over here (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what they like big sconces I like a lady with some big sconces is this something you found in your search sconces yeah are you looking at getting married here in New York (laughs) um well not New York for sure not New York well Aaron's from Massachusetts oh Massachusetts no I would well actually New York State I'm without. Laying everything out there, uh, like this Chautauqua, New York, love it. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous, yeah. and like, and it's also the cheapest. Like, God, really? Oh, Chautauqua cool. is the cheapest. Fucking. Why are you so cheap. incredulous about because that? Because Chautauqua beautiful. is full of money. Yeah, during the season, the rest of the oh. time, it, and the, the, you can't do the weddings during the season. It's the off season, oh. and then it's like fucking for just running the venue it's like 500 bucks wow yeah. that's awesome wow. but then they do the food and everything there so costs go up and like right. the, the and there's one of the few places where you can have like a catholic ceremony that's somewhat outdoors in like the hall of philosophy there because like all the pillars going up and it's essentially open um that's pretty gorgeous. nice and then everything's in one place and like <laughs> it, it's fun it's this big beautiful victorian hotel oh, that's what you're, this is and your it looks out one. over the lake 
you know, gorgeous. I'm a little biased, but yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I'm just like, hey, help your dad out. He wants to retire someday. <laughs> you know? I'm so surprised that Chautauqua was the cheapest. That's Dude, crazy. yeah. Like, fucking Salem was expensive. We were looking at Salem, yeah. Massachusetts, because I'm like, oh, witches, what fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's also close to her family and everything. Yeah. What fun. What fun, indeed. <laughs> but um, no, that was like stupid expensive. Yeah, that's insane. I was like, I was like, hey, no, you're, not, you're not buying a house? Buy a house for that much? <laughs> Holy shit, that expensive? That's insane. I mean, a Pittsburgh house, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and in a different neighborhood. This isn't a Lawrenceville house. Ah, God. Maybe a Lawrenceville house. This is a house in Shaler. This is a house in Hazelwood. <laughs> oh, no. Or Homestead. But, um. No, so how do you guys normally do this? Do you guys have like standard questions you go through? Because I can just scream really. as conscious I mean, all night. I mean, no, I turned like, this on because I knew as of right now it'd be funny. We haven't started technically yeah, we normally, because we haven't like, talked about it. Like, welcome yeah. to the podcast, and then we introduce you and we give you a little spiel, and then it just, you know. Oh, I, th- like, I think we had some gold early on. Slip and slides yeah, I from mean, there. the trouble is, like, I don't know how I'm going to edit this if there's like stuff that I want to Oh, would I think you have. can add some clips in there. Just do like, a bonus, like no. To be honest, I think we should I just have a, a Patreon. Bonus.